0: Good morning. Welcome to Shabbos. We're finishing off from yesterday's daf where the Gemara talked about the case of dragging a bench on a marble floor. Now dragging a bench on a a dirt floor could actually be a problem because even though you don't intend to make a haritz, you don't intend to make a ditch, which is a wacha of choresh of plowing, you're not intending to do that. But if it's a if it's, it's an anal mischave, you don't intend to do it, but if it's a sick ratio, if it's definitely going to happen, like let's say it's a heavy enough bench, then it should be a problem. But theoretically speaking, on a marble floor, it really shouldn't be a problem because it's not going to create a ditch. But still, even though that was the case, when one rabbi did it, another rabbi saw and said, I better not be silent or else a horrible, else a destruction will come out because I'm not objecting to your practice. And really, this could be a problem because people are going to think that if you could do it on a marble floor, you could also do it on a on a dirt floor, and uh, because of that, I, bu- I must object. Now, in halacha, we say that nowadays, since so many floors are made out of marble or wood or whatever it is, it's actually not going to be a problem. But there was a problem uh, in the Gemara's times, and this is the concept of davrashayna m'schavin, something that you don't intend to do. If it's a small chair that won't automatically create a ditch, then maybe it'll be okay. Um, but if it's something which will definitely happen, then it's called psikresha and then it's going to be a problem. Okay, now we start the next Mishnah, which says that if you, um, it talks about the, something called which is a melacha that you do it not for the right purpose. And we're talking about extinguishing a flame. Now, the real purpose for extinguishing a flame is to create a pecham, in order to make charcoal, in order to make coal. That's the actual melacha. If you extinguish it in order to preserve the oil or preserve the wick, or even if you do it uh, if you do it because you want to not uh, make sure that people don't see you in the house because you, you're worried that uh, there are robbers coming or non are going to kill you or you're doing it to extinguish the light, uh, all of these are malachosheim shvichaducha. So the Mishnah, at the end of the day, at least the way the Gemara defines it, has three categories. There are things that you actually do because of sakana stafash, to save people's lives. Like let's say, for instance, you have, you do it because someone is a choloshesh or sakana someone who's sick, who needs their sleep. Or you do it because they have some sort of mental uh, anguish and they need to have darkness or you do it because someone's going to come and kill you so that's why you're extinguishing the light not only is it patr the gemara says it's actually mutter to do it and i would say you're actually obligated to do it in order to save someone's life that's the first category the middle category is <laughs> so for instance let's say you do it because you want to save the rest of the oil let's say your oil is halfway down and now you're like i don't need the light anymore let me extinguish it to save the oil oil is valuable that's called malachshin et According to Rabbi Yehuda, because you're not doing it to make a coal, you're doing it in order to preserve the oil. According to Rabbi Yehuda, you're going to be chayav, and according to the Shimon, you're going to be potter. And if you're doing it in order to literally make a coal, uh, then even according to the Shimon, and it's defined by Rabbi Yossi in our Mishnah, uh, the halacha is you would actually be liable. So that is the, um, breakdown of the Mishnah as is explained by the Gemara. But then the Gemara actually turns to Agadat and it actually starts with a question based on our Gemara and the question which was asked from Rosh Tanchum is: Are you allowed to extinguish a light if somebody is very ill? Uh, it sounds like it's a cholashiyes for someone who is in danger. But before he answers the question, he goes into all of these Agadic statements where he says, you know, is it good that the dead don't pr- that the dead can't praise Hashem anymore? So it sounds like it's uh, bad. Uh, to die, but then there are other ideas where we actually praise people who are dead, and then we say it depends, you know, when it comes to doing Torah and obviously it's bad to be dead because you can't do the Torah and anymore, but in a certain way, the merits, it's meritorious uh, if you are actually dead in terms of your merit helping other people, and many examples are given where we invoke um, the the dead, Av, Mitzvah, and Yaakov in order to save us, and that's actually what saves us and not people who are actually alive. Um, in the context, the Gemara talks about how Shlomo wanted to enter, bring the uh, Aram, the Ark, into the temple, and he was not allowed to until he invoked the piety of, of David. Um, the Gemara goes on and has a very interesting story about David, who wanted Hashem to tell him the day he was going to die. Hashem would not tell him the day he was going to die, but he did tell him that it would be on Shabbos. So, David always davened and learned every single second on Shabbos so that the Malachamavis couldn't get him. On the day the Malachamavis came, what happened was the Malachamavis couldn't get him. So what David did was, the Malachim did was he shook the trees outside. David went up to see and then he, but he still continued learning, but then he slipped on something. His, his, his stairway fell from before him. And at that moment, that's when the Malachim was actually able to get him. At the end of this whole discussion, we go back to our question from Rav Tanchum, are you allowed to save someone and, the, and turn off, extinguish the flame in order to save someone? The answer is the flame was made by people. Hashem, is a, Hashem made it also a candle, which is the soul of a person. You can certainly extinguish the flame made by a person in order to save The flame, the Nair, which is made by Hashem. Nimr goes on to talk about the book of Kohelis, which also has contradictions, but they didn't uh, get rid of it because it also talks about Yuras Hashem in the beginning and at the end, and also talks about the book of Mishle that had contradictions, but they didn't throw that away either because of some of its benefits. Nimr talks about contradictions about whether happiness and laughter are good or bad, and it depends, of course, on their purpose, laughter or happiness. simcha shel mitzvah is good, other than not good. And the Gemara concludes with the discussion about whether you should answer a fool who challenges you or not. And it seems that if it's about uh, mili, there the just things that don't have to do with Shemayim, with Hadmin, with mitzvos, don't answer, just ignore him. But if it's about mitzvos, if it's about Torah, and the fool tries to challenge you, you better answer him in order to defend the, the Torah. That concludes Shabbos, Taf, Lamed.